0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Well, praise God we're back Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio It's about 30 minutes past 10 o'clock And we're broadcasting Central Standard Time uh, Tonight we're broadcasting out of Garland, Texas And I uh, just want to thank everybody for joining us My name is Chris Herzog and I'll be your host tonight And uh, may be joined by Brother Paul and a few others uh, later on So right now let's go before the Lord in prayer And just ask your blessings on the show tonight And we'll just see what the Holy Spirit has for us If you need to call in Call number 619-638-8458 So Father right now we just thank you Lord God for your goodness Father we thank you Lord for your love For your mercy For your grace in our lives Lord Father tonight we just acknowledge the blood of Jesus that was shed for our sin, Lord. We acknowledge your blood, Father, that is speaking today for every man, woman, child, and teenager. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that your name is the only name, the name of Jesus, whereby men can be saved. Father, we give you all the praise and glory, give you all the honor. Father, tonight we just ask your word, your word to come forth. Father, your truth to come forth. But Lord, you would open up our hearts and minister to us. Lord, teach us your ways, Father. Help us to be more like Christ. Lord, help us to live to be a blessing. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you would minister tonight to every person that needs a touch from your spirit. Father, those that need truth, just rip the blinders off of their eyes. And, Father, we just pray, Lord God, that those that are Even the family of God, Lord, would be encouraged, built up, strengthened in our inner man. That they would be preserved blameless. Their whole body, spirit, and soul would be preserved blameless over the coming of the Lord. And so, Father, strengthen us today by your mighty hand. Strengthen us by your Holy Spirit. We just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm not really sure where I'm going tonight with some of this um actually, my wife and I had the privilege of uh joining a prayer meeting in a home of some really good friends of ours and uh very interesting uh you know we hadn't seen them in a while um been a few weeks um uh, we got to meet with some people we hadn't seen in years, and uh, you know sometimes it's good. You know, when you go to a family reunion, well, that's kind of what we call these things. Sometimes we get together with believers we haven't seen in a while, and it's like a family reunion. Um, you know, it was just uh, a sweet time in the Lord. Actually, we spent about five hours with, with just a house full of people. Uh it went a lot longer than we planned. Um, I actually had to start the show in the car. I was having some trouble. If you try to get into the chat room, uh, apparently... Uh, the chat room, whenever I start the show, if if I'm not uh, up on the switchboard, I don't know why, but the chat room is not opening up, so I apologize for that. I guess I, we had no idea that that's how it worked. I assume that anybody could get into the chat room. Um, sometimes, you know, whether we open it or not, I don't know if that's the case. But it, it seems like whenever we don't open it right at 10 o'clock or before, um, there's some trouble there, so we'll try to be better about getting that open by 10. Course. So if I'm on the road, you know, you may just have to listen and so I can uh, patch people in through the uh switchboard. So nevertheless, um we're gonna go ahead and just kind of get into the word for a minute and you know, I want to lift up some prayer needs and some prayer requests of some different people.
2: Uh, I wanna thank those
1: of you that are in the chat room tonight. And just as always, you know, throughout the day, um you know, we copy and paste all the names that come into the chat room, or I try to, um, into, you know, kind of what we're trying to make up as a database. Um, as well as taking email addresses and that sort of thing just to have some kind of, you know, contact to pray for people know their names. their Whether it's your chat room name or your real name or whatever information or prayer request you want to send in, you know, we try to be good about lifting those up to the Lord throughout the day. So I want to thank everybody in the chat room tonight. We've got Exposing Demons. Uh, little one ton. Mike Mann is in there, Minister Grok. Uh Pet Pep Radio, Sherry's in there and uh we got Weak Country. So you know. <laughs> Anyways, praise God. We just speak a blessing over everybody. Tonight I was just kinda of reading the chat room. Uh we just speak a blessing. You know we're gonna be praying for you and your families that the will of God and the kingdom of God come forth in your life in Jesus' name and that you would find an intimate relationship, a deeper relationship with the Father, with the Father in heaven and that truly the fruit and the character of Christ would be manifested in your life. We pray for all the wisdom of God, His Word, His Holy Scripture to be downloaded into your heart and as you meditate on it, we pray that you would Not sin against God That you would walk pleasing and acceptable That the words of your mouth The meditations of your heart Would be pleasing and acceptable unto God You know that's what we're all trying to accomplish That we be pleasing To the Father That we please him in whatever we're doing You know sometimes in our religious activities We can get so caught up in doing things Because we know we're supposed to Whether it's giving our tithe We give it because we know we're supposed to We're having a prayer time Sometimes we do things out of duty or obligation just because, you know, in our hearts we know we should But in reality, what God's trying to do is put a genuine desire, a genuine love, you know, just uh, something on the inside of you that burns for him. Something on the inside of you that drives and motivates you, compels you to seek the face of God and compels you to get on your face before God. You know, that's what this Christian walk is. You know, a lot of times we equate it to church services, to Christian entertainment, whether it be TV, radio, whatever it is. You know, and we're so inundated uh, by what we call mainstream Christianity nowadays. I mean, you can turn on the radio depending on what city you live in. And if you've got Internet radio, obviously you can find all kinds of stations that have worship and preaching, teaching, praise or Christian contemporary music or Whatever style or genre of music you're into, nowadays you can pretty much find anything that's got Christian lyrics or Christian overtones to it. You know, you can turn on the TV, and depending on where you're at, you might find one or two or up to 20 different channels with Christian broadcasting and Christian programming. You know, but in in all of our busyness and all of our inundation with, you know, even at times religion, Sometimes we miss the boat, sometimes we miss the mark, and, and the way we do that, we get so busy with our activities that it leaves no place for intimacy and true spirit-to-spirit, heart-to-heart encounters with the Lord. You know, don't get me wrong, church services are great, the teaching of the Word is, is necessary for growth, Christian education, You know, whether it be Sunday school or Christian school or, or just preaching from the pulpit or teaching. You know, the Bible says that we need the Word of God. You know, that all Scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reprieve, for correction. But if we don't have the Word of God embedded in our hearts, the Bible says, How will they believe unless they hear the Word preached? And how will the Word be preached unless somebody be sent and go and preach it? You know, Jesus said the harvest is plentiful. The harvest is wide. The harvest is ready. But the laborers are few. And the question is, is who's going to labor for him? who's going to really get into the things of God? And it's not a works-based thing, but it should be a desire-based thing where you're motivated and you're moved and you're drawn on the inside to please God. And that pleasing God may, may come in different ways. It may be to study his word because You want to hear what he has to say. Not just to do your couple chapters a day and get through the Bible in a year. That's not not what it's about. Just so you can do your spiritual check-off, you know, hey, I I checked off my day, I did my three and a half chapters for the day. You know, and through the end of the year, you you got through the whole Bible. You know, what an accomplishment. And uh, don't get me wrong, if you're reading... The Bible through the year and you're doing three up to four chapters a day, that's great. If you're doing one chapter a day, that's great. If you're spending five minutes a day in the Word, you know, that's great because it's better than some people. It's better than what most people do. But, you know, your study of the Word and your study of the Scriptures and your Christian activity, whatever it is, whether it's church services or Bible studies or things like this, it needs to lead you into an encounter, an experience, A heart-to-heart expression with the living God. See, Jesus is a living God. He's not a history book. The Bible is not a good read. It's not a history lesson. But don't get me wrong. It's a great book to read, okay? But, you know, some people just look at it as a good read or just another, uh, just a great biography of many, many historical men, a great biography of, of Jesus who was just such a wonderful man. Now, these are people's perceptions, mind you. This isn't how I view it. But they equate the Bible to a history lesson or a Sunday school lesson. There's three points in a porn, and that's not who our God is. I think, you know, we've been kind of sold out, especially here in America as a whole. Not everybody, but the majority... Has not really experienced the living God. They've not experienced Christ in a real and living way. Now, some have. And they start off real good and then they get squelched by religion. And it pushes out the move of the Spirit. It pushes out the voice of God. It pushes out the plans of God, so to speak, because it's built on man's opinion, man's doctrine, man's ability, man's viewpoint of God. Rather than just taking the scriptures and letting them speak for themselves. And then going a step further and praying and calling and declaring those things into your life. And then we'll take it a step further. Waiting on God in faith. Trusting that what you've prayed, what you've asked for, what you've declared will come to pass. And then prayer is not just believing. But it's also receiving. It's receiving motivation and energy. The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord will quicken your mortal body. That means when you get in the presence of the Lord, there's a strength that will come with it. Jesus said, my peace I leave you, not as the world leaves. Give it out the you. What does that mean? His peace is a different kind of peace. See, peace in the world comes when the circumstances change, and everything looks better. Then we can breathe and relax and and rest, right? But the peace that God gives is a carrying, gets you through the storm. It's the calm in the middle of the storm, even when all hell's breaking loose around you. And I'm not saying we don't ever fret or get frustrated. We don't ever freak out about things because it happens. But there's something about trusting and standing on the word of God that will help you get centered, centered in your mind. Centered in your spirit, where it'll bring a balance and a, and a wholeness and an undergirding of strength into your life. That's what the Word of God does. You know, why do I talk about the Word so much? And you'll hear Sean and Paul, and different people talking about the Word, talk about prayer, talk about worship, they talk about holiness. We can pick all kinds of different subjects tonight, talk about the sovereignty of God. I mean, whatever you want to talk, believe me. If you got things you want to talk about, drop them into the chat room. We'll get to them eventually. The Bible says that even though the grass withers, Isaiah 40, says grass withers and the flower fades, the word of the Lord stands forever. His words will never pass away, even though, like Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but your words will never pass away. Why? Because God's Spirit is dwelling in those words. God's life is in the midst of the Word of God. See, the words of God, John six sixty three says, "Your words are spirit and life." It's the words of God that framed the world. Read Hebrews eleven, you'll see that it's our faith. It's the spoken word of God. He said, "Let there be light," and there was light. And he spoke light in the midst of darkness. And just like when you were without form and void and your life was dark, and your life was void of the Spirit of God, and you had no form, you had no vision, you had no assignment in God, the minute God's word enters into your life, so the breath of God enters you, all of a sudden the light comes on. You're illuminated. Why? Because the word of God is a lamp, to your feet and a light, it's your path. Psalm 119. And Psalm 119 tells you the word of the Lord is clear. It gives insight to life. It endures forever. See, the word of God, like I said, it was spirit and life, John 6. If you jump back over to Hebrews 4, it will tell you that the word of God is living and active. It's not a dead word. God's not a dead God. He's alive.
0: And the word of the Lord
1: living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to discern the thoughts and intents of the heart. What does that mean? It means when you take the word and you focus that truth and that light, and His word begins to shed light on a subject. Not only does it expose darkness, but His word is sharper than a two-edged sword. You know lasers nowadays. They can take light and they can pinpoint it down, focus it down, narrowly focus it down to a laser beam and take that laser beam and cut out cancers with it. They can cut through steel with it. They can do amazing things with lasers now. They blow all kinds of things up with them. They're so powerful. And all it is is light, light. That's all a laser is. It's high-powered, focused light. Well, God's Word is high power focused light. God's spirit is high power focused light. Okay, and I'm not trying to sound New Age. Okay, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not preaching some New Age gospel here, but the truth of it is, is everything that we're experiencing to God the glory. God's so bright they, they don't need a light bulb in heaven, because the glory is so bright that it fills up heaven. It illuminates heaven. And listen, when you get into the presence of God, when you get into the glory of God, and you begin to take the word of the living God and use it like a sword, like a focused laser, that that clear word that gives insight to life, the clear word that lights up your path, listen, it's more than just a flashlight that just shows you a little bit of your way, a little bit of it at a time. Yeah, God does lead us from faith to faith and glory to glory. And God doesn't give us more than we can handle. So sometimes he leads us in a process. Yes, that's true. But don't compare God's word to a flashlight. It's just going to light a little bit. No, God's word is like a powerful sword. It's like a powerful laser. All the laser beams they can come up with and focus that light. Listen, if they can cut out cancers with just light, then how... In the, how come we can't believe Most people can't believe that the light of God's word Isn't strong enough to cut out cancer The light of God's word Isn't strong enough to eradicate disease But, but it is That's the thing It is, it really is if His words are true The Bible says God is not a man that he should lie No, the son of God That he should repent See, God's not into the repenting Business and the The lying business Because he is truth And if you are truth And you've got a frame of reference For truth Which is in Christ Christ is the way the truth and the life He says your words are truth Then there there can't be any mixture there See God has no place in his kingdom for, For untruth For lies and for you know, for sickness, for disease, which is all merely a perversion. If God's word says, by his stripes you are healed, and you're a blood-bought child of God walking around, carrying around sickness, well, there's no truth in that. So we need to start to lean on the side of the truth. The truth is, is that God's more than able to heal you. You just need to bring your life into alignment with the things of God. Make sure all the doors are closed. The Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. That means the little foxes come along and pick the grapes off. You don't get to enjoy the fruit. You don't get to enjoy the cluster. You don't get to enjoy the wine. And listen, God wants us to be so inundated with his spirit and so intoxicated in his love we experience his presence and his goodness and his glory on a regular basis. Sometimes we can let those little thoughts come in, those little attitudes come in. Uh, Daily, it's a daily battle for me. It's a daily struggle for me, renewing and transforming my mind day by day. And sometimes even in the midst of it, when you fall apart, okay, or you fall short, Sometimes you just have to bow your knee and confess with your mouth, receive his mercy and keep going forward. The mercies of God are new every day. Though weeping endure for a night, joy can come in the morning. So God is calling us to a higher place. God is calling us to a higher place in Him. (laughs) Amen, brother (laughs) Sorry, I just got caught up in the chat room Looking at this Yeah, Drunk in the Holy Ghost, not on pot roast Amen Amen Hey, listen, if you're calling in um, I'm about to click over into the uh, switch room This is Prayer International Radio And my name is Chris Herzog And I'm I'm hosting the show, I guess, the first hour I'm about to bring Brother Paul on uh, The line here I think he's actually touched in already Uh, Brother Paul, are you there? All right, well, I guess he's not. I thought I had him dialed in here for a minute. Well, praise God, he'll probably be dialed in in a little bit. Listen, if you need to, check out our website at www.prayerinternational.org. Um, obviously, we've got the chat room open at this point. Uh, you need to uh, call in, 619 638 8458. If you need to uh, email us, we're at prayerinternationalgmail.com. At and of course, you know, if the Lord's moving in your heart, you can always go to our uh, website and go to the About Us or the About page. And there'll be some contact information. There'll also be some information if you want to sow or bless this ministry. You can do that by check money order or PayPal. You know, just be led in that. You know, don't they'll, they'll be com- compelled to give um, if it's not God. If God is not leading you, you know, we don't want you to not do it in faith. But if the Lord's leading you to partner with us or bless this ministry, then do it in faith. That's a real simple thing. But, you know, with that being said, the Lord is good. You know, God is a good God. And... You know, he really wants us to have an understanding of his word. And I think the difference between victory and defeat in a lot of lives, uh, a lot of Christian lives, a lot of people's lives, um, what happens is they don't get the victory because they don't understand who they are. They don't understand what the promises of God are for them. They don't understand the inheritance that they have in him. They do not understand his way of thinking. They don't acknowledge what pleases him. They don't acknowledge what grieves him. They don't acknowledge what motivates God. They don't acknowledge what pushes God away from us. Do you know there's things we can do in life that will actually grieve the Holy Spirit and cause him to take his manifested presence away? There's a reason they call him the Holy Spirit,
3: because he's holy. Because he's holy.
1: And there's something about righteousness that motivates, that motivates God. Righteousness motivates God. we're not talking about performance-based works, things to tickle the ears of men and please men. We're not talking about, that's not holiness. We're not talking about dresses to your ankles and your hair and buns. That's not holiness, that's ugliness. There's people that actually run around in churches and think just because they don't wear makeup, that makes them holy. No, that makes you ugly. (laughs) You know, and I'm not saying anything about people that don't wear makeup because there's plenty of people out there that don't need makeup. They don't need to, you know, uh, praise God. But listen, don't confuse works of the flesh. You know, don't don't confuse uh, legalism. With God's word. Because there is a difference.
0: There is a difference.
1: Now listen, if you go to a Pentecostal church and people in your church wear dresses to their ankles and put their hair in a bun and they don't wear makeup, God bless you. Okay, God bless you. If, if that was offensive, I'm sorry. But the truth of it is, you know, God doesn't care. You could be wearing, you know, a biker uniform on a Harley and have earrings in your ear and leather jacket, jack on and the only thing God's concerned about is your heart. You could be running around with studded wristbands and studded leather jackets and a mohawk flying in the air. And the only thing God cares about is your heart. And there you know, there's women out there running around in the streets with, you know, wearing all kinds of different types of get ups. And God doesn't care about, you know, how they're dressed or what's going on in their life. He cares about their heart and how he can turn around their life. How he can love their life. And see, we need to get away from this works-based legalism mentality that we call holiness. I'm a believer in righteousness. I think that if you don't live righteous, if you don't live holy, you won't see the glory of God. You won't get God's blessing. Now, God may have mercy from time to time. God may just do things in spite of you from time to time because he is a loving, merciful God. But listen, if you walk in disobedience and you're a son or a daughter of disobedience where that's your main deal is just to live however you want to live. And you don't acknowledge God in your thinking and you don't even try to live to please the Lord. Listen, it will bring reproach. It will bring circumstances. It will bring judgment and woe into your life. God doesn't want a false balance, though. On the flip side, he doesn't want you running around, talking about how much scripture you got memorized, talking about how much money you put into the offering. He doesn't want you uh, saying, God, thank God I'm not like those people. Pointing fingers. Now, he's looking for humble hearts,
2: worshipers,
1: lovers of God. People with a passion for Jesus and a compassion for their fellow man. People that will beat their chest and say, God forgive me, I'm a sinner. Have mercy on me. And then they'll go out and they'll love much with the same measure that they've been loved. They'll forgive much with the same measure they've been forgiven. They'll they'll have so much healing in their life because of the broken pieces that God put back together, that they'll be able to go help other people. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the Word of God, put they're broken pieces back together.
3: That's the gospel. That's what we're called to do. So you know, God's
1: good. So I'm just running through the chat room every now and then I just gotta look down there and see what's going on. Sometimes I get in the zone and uh I'm, I'm, I am I might have a different screen open, uh a different window open. Praise God. Hey, uh, here we go. Praise Jesus. All right, so I just patched in Brother Paul, and he's alive with us. He's with us. Amen. Brother How y'all Paul? doing? How you doing? We're doing, we're doing,
3: good. We're doing,
1: good. We're doing good. We're doing real
3: good.
1: Yeah, I was going
4: to tell you that I don't wear my cup. Amen. Amen. You know? You know, I, every now and then, me and my wife, when I color her hair or cut it or something, you know, we play girls. But, you know, other than that, I don't wear my makeup, you know. Um,
1: Amen. So, I don't want to make a view. I was just making a point that uh, some people <laughs> think that because they don't wear makeup and their dresses are long, that that makes them holy. But God's looking for what's in the heart.
2: You know, Amen. and when the
1: heart changes, there will be some external changes. I mean, God's not going to let you just do whatever you did in the world when you come into his kingdom. So there will be some changes that take place. But it happens on the inside first, not not outside in and then in. You know, it happens on the inside and then out. That's all I was saying with that, you know. Um, no, up, I know. what's we, going know. Yeah. What's going on up there in Kansas? <laughs> oh, you
4: know... Well, you know, you don't know much about none of this, but Pet Prep Radio probably could understand. You know, where we live at, now in Kansas and not in Dallas, um, during the winter time, and of course we've had a very warm winter here. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, when we run the furnace all the time, our tra- our houses are very dry. And you know, like I was telling you, made, mentioned the other day, Olivia, you know, she hadn't missed a day of work since she started working at the store. That's almost, you know, eighteen, nineteen months. It was very healthy. Um. Uh. But you know, I've been trying to catch a cold. I'm about. I've caught about half of it. But you know, I stay on top of it. Fortunately, little one ton run. Um, by the spirit of God he's always sowing best defense, he's these little you can get them at Herbalife. They're um big old tablets. They look like um big old
1: uh, um, oh Is that like the airborne virus tablet?
4: And I take them. You put them in water. In fact, they look like alka-seltzers, and it's yeah, nothing them I mean, a lime tasting I mean, or a lemon tasting um, uh, drop. You put in a water, you know, a big old alka-seltzer, and it gives you right. a thousand milligrams of vitamin C before that cold jumps on you, kicks it right out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, here I've been, I've been catching a lot of sneezing, and you know, so by the time the evening gets here, I'm just, I mean, I'm flat worn out. Uh, let's see, Friday night You know, it was when you was driving in from church And at right. 1042 I went and laid down And right after you mentioned that There was problems in the chat room Because um, Me and um, um, One of the other people Sun Angel Couldn't get in there We kept beating on the door We had our hammers out and everything We couldn't get in uh, I went to everybody else's show just to see if we could get in and so anyway, yeah, we're we're um I was in there laying down earlier. I just you know, being down like I am, I've been taking medicine, you know, just try to just beat this coat out and I woke up at ten thirty and I looked on the chat room and said you've been doing thirty minutes of of uh worship. So the Holy Spirit knew it. Um so thank you, Ron. Um which is little one-ton, God has really learned the uh, law of the seed, that everything we have in our life is God's. He don't need none of what we have. But Amen. he teaches us. to So once we're saved, there's a process that we move into. We move into a Mises mentality to a Jesus mentality to give. Because the more we give, you cannot outgive God. I, I promise you. Um, you know, if you only know our lifestyle and how we live in a little 350 person town. Um, we don't need much at all to live on. I mean, the closest McDonald's is 90 miles. And right. uh, you know, Papa was really amazed when we went down there. We were supposed to be fasting, but we hit every fast restaurant we could. Because. <laughs> okay. You know, we don't ever get to go out and eat, you know. Um, I do all the cooking. So anyway, um, hallelujah. Um, Papa, I believe he's still in Dallas. He called me just a minute ago right when I woke up. I thought it was you calling me because the show was already on. Uh, He came down here. We got a lady down here who had a big old knot about the size of a big old jawbreaker in her throat. With her mother and everyone. She's yeah, there's several people in her family who have all died from cancer and the doctor was saying it. they thought it was cancerous. And Papa Moses wow. she called because he was down here everywhere he went. Every Papa's entire life is all about God. Everywhere he goes he's singing, he's praying, you know, he's always talking to Jesus, you know, he's always leading people to the Lord, he's always praying for people, even all through the night. Um, and, you know, with all the prayer he did in our town, um, people were calling Papa to come up to the grocery store and pray. And um, so I was trying to wake Papa up because he was up all night long praising and worshiping. And uh, this was about 830 in the morning. And, um, you know, anytime you wake anybody up that's been up all night long, they don't wake up, you know. You know worshipping You know what I mean They're tired And so We had a young lady come over here And Papa prayed for her He anointed her with oil He had her drink this water As if it was the Jordan River water Um, And The girl broke down I mean she she was led to the Lord Even though she was a full blown Holy Ghost filled Christian He still rededicated her Um, Broke off any generational curses And he laid his hand on her throat. And when she left, within an hour, that big old knot was gone. And uh, her name is Misty. She works with Olivia. And uh, she hasn't been able to eat. Um, And then when she does, she gets acid reflux. So that day, she went ahead and thought, well, in faith, I'll go ahead and eat lunch at the store, because every day at the store they cook lunch for their, all the farmers here in the community, right. and she was able to eat, and, uh, you know, so with that happening, she's able, to, she's able to go back to her family members, because they don't understand, if God is everything we say he is, why is it that he left her mother and, her mother and this and that? so it's opened up the door for her to go back to minister to her family. You know, I mean God has a reason for everything and most of why I feel that we if someone dies every I don't know, I I really wanna to, wanna to go there. Um but sin is the reason why we die. You know,
1: typically okay. but maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. Um That's what the word says, sin sin brings forth death, so you know, it's biblical what you're saying.
4: Um, so you know, hey.
1: Hallelujah.
4: I'm glad I'm up. Uh we I gotta be up I gotta be at our church at six AM in the morning. Every Monday they're doing prayer for twelve hours and I like to be the the opening hour before sunlight comes up. That's what it says in Mark one thirty five that Jesus went out before the sun came out.
1: The Amen. Church.
4: So yeah. uh live life that's holy, not holy. Right.
1: Amen to that. <laughs>
4: I, I'm, I'm very surprised I didn't hear from Sherry. Um, she's been real well, quiet. She's in tonight. there with us, is
1: huh? um, I think Sherry's in the chat room.
4: Yeah, I know. She usually puts smiley faces or something on the screen. Um, just so uh, you know, have you looked at the Prayer International uh, screen lately?
1: Uh, you mean the website?
4: Yeah, we're uh, in Bocala, Philippines. We're in Manila, Philippines. We're in Quezon, Philippines. We're in Philippines. Um, we're in Sao Paulo, Brazil. We're in mm-hmm. here in Kibak, Brazil. Uh, we now are in Milan, Italy. We're in Switzerland. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
4: And we're in Slovakia.
1: And we got Brother uh, Down Under on tonight. Um exposing demons one or whatever it is. He's from Australia. So Amen. he's on with us tonight. So you know. Um the word's going for those through, were all new. You know, what's that?
4: Those were all new. These are all new places.
1: Amen. You know, I wonder where he is in
4: Australia. Place.
1: Um you know, hey, brother, if you if you can hear us, uh, remind us where you're at. I thought it was either Sydney or Brisbane, Australia. But if it's not, let us know. Um, you know, just kind of let us know where you're at. But we've been praying for Australia. Um, definitely covering Sydney and Brisbane, you know, over the last year, praying for them and just praying for a move of God. And, um, you know, we had a few people, you know, in and out from there. And, uh, you know, we're just blessed. You know, it's great uh, just to know that we've got family all across the world. You know, it's great to know we've got
2: Amen.
1: family all across the nations, and we're brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of the Most High God, who we can call Father. And uh, just to know that, you know, the they old saying is, blood is thicker than water. But when I became a Christian, my, my friend John, who's now my pastor, um, I, I, I'm an associate in this church, uh, we used to say that blood is thicker than water, but the spirit is thicker than blood. And, you know, sometimes you'll find that out. Um, sometimes even when your own family can't be there for you, God will raise up a family around you, you know. Sometimes when your own brothers and sisters throw you to the wayside, God will bring forth brothers and sisters out of people you never would have imagined. And they'll walk with you. And it may be first seasons. And maybe for a lifetime. You never really know. Um, But, you know, God does that. He sets it up. And he's good to do so, you know. Um, So, yeah, we're just blessed to have everybody in the chat room tonight. Um, You know, I see we've got Wheat on the phone, but uh, Wheat Country or Paul, you know. Pet Prep Radio, Sherry, Minister Grock, Mike the Man, Little One Ton. Uh, we got a new guest in there, Exposing Demons 1, you know, which is his uh, his brother down under. And, um, you know, praise God. You know, it's just good to have you guys with us. Uh, I think we should just say a prayer. Uh, I don't know what's on your list for sovereign nations tonight, but um, we should say a prayer for for a sovereign nation. Uh, Lift up some of those. Uh, needs in the chat room and just kind of see where things go from there. Do you have anything in your heart you want to share for a little while? Well,
4: um, I definitely want to pray for the nations. Um, I would like to touch um, the nations that are calling in. I believe the way the Platform is formulated. The protocol is once they go to our home page and then they click on if you go to prayerinternational.org and you go down, it says live on blog talk radio every night 10 p.m. When you click on that blog talk radio, then you play it. When you click on it, it plays the night before. Um and then you can also go to blogtalkradio.com dot com, and then in the search platform, you can go to religion, or you can type in Prayer International. And when you do that, you can go back, and it'll give you all of the the uh, history. Every night that yeah, you've give you the archive. Talk Radio. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um. So, um, but I would definitely like to keep Wendy and Will in prayer. Um, you know, what everyone needs to keep in mind There are some times when God He answers prayer <clears throat> Because God is so awesome You know, He created everything um, Some of our prayers may be Like for me with drugs You know, 35 years of drugs He healed me of drugs the night I went to Christmas Eve service on drugs, um, Amen. completely blind. You know, I mean, who, who in the world in their right mind would get would celebrate and go get high and then go to church? <laughs> well, I didn't know any better. <laughs> well, well,
1: hey, you know, everybody's in their own process, but God knew what it took to get a hold of you. You know, and He's faithful.
4: Yeah, sorry. So. I mean, hey, I haven't touched drugs since December 24, 2007. Uh, you know, I got to heal that now. For some people, it's a process of cleansing. It's like when you put a seed in the dirt, and it takes time for that seed to mature and to develop before it ever sprouts root out of the surface of the dirt. Um, you know, the palm tree grows 90 feet down first before. It grows 90 feet tall in five months because it's getting its roots prepared for the tallness that it's going to grow, that it's meant to be. And sometimes prayers, you know, after we repent, they're immediately. Sometimes it takes a while. You got to be washed in the blood. It's a continuing process. God, If God knows, here's the deal. If anyone knew me from before, and I assure you, God is still working on me. Um, uh, if there's anything I've done that, is just, that would establish that, hey, maybe God really is working in my life. Well, if you knew me from before, you would know it's God. Because there's no way that a man can take credit for some of the things that have happened in our life walking with God. And Chris can testify to that. Um, And the reason why God likes to use the foolish, because he can confine the wise with it. Um, And, uh, you know, we were talking Friday at Promise Keepers Men about prayer and about how God answers prayers. And I asked him, I said, well, on the flip side, if we really believe that God answers prayers and we walk in a life of spiritual warfare, Do you not think Satan answers junk talk? In other words, in the tongue is life and death. So if you believe that you can call call to Jehovah Jireh and he answers your prayer, how do you think Satan is reacting when you're sitting there dogging your neighbor, saying, oh, he's an alcoholic, he ain't never going to change? It's the same way when we put curses out of our mouths and talk to people, talk about people. And we're all guilty of it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, um, so, anyway, yeah, I would like to continue in prayer for Will and Wendy. All right. Uh, and, of course, everybody else. I'm just not singling them out. But I would definitely like to touch on our platform uh, for Brisbane, Australia. I have a feeling that uh, that our, our, the gentleman in the plat, Mike, It's in the chat room. I think he's probably got to be from Sydney or Melbourne. But all these new nations that we have that are popping up, the Philippines, Singapore,
3: Rahama, India, Cairo,
4: Egypt, uh, somebody from Slovakia is on the platform now as we speak. Milan, Italy, Switzerland, Krakow, United Kingdom, and Salisbury. Sometimes you got to click on that yellow yellow light, or just put your mouse over it, and those dots are they're they're overlapping. So um, um, if you want, you can start out in prayer, Chris, and go over them, and I'll come back and go over them as well. That's kind of how they do it at IHOP, International House of Prayer. Uh, and I just got a
1: uh, a message about Switzerland. Uh, apparently he's in the chat room, Switzerland, so praise God, um, like yeah, so praise Jesus. Uh, all right, well, let's, uh, let's go to the Lord. You know, I've, I've typed in a few countries on, on the, uh, chat room, Paul, if you want to type in a few of those sovereign nations or copy and paste them in their teeth, um, just so other people can kind of have that to pray. Um, praise the Lord. Let's go before the Lord. You know, apparently there's also a pastor in Iran that they're about to hang, for preaching, uh, you know, the the gospel of Christ, and so we want to pray for him and pray for his family. Um, pray for Sherry and Andrew. Apparently, they're going through a season right now, uh, according to the chat room. And uh, we got a brother from it looks like Sydney, Australia. So he's from Sydney, and um, you know, I just want to go ahead and let those up. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you, Father, and, and as Paul was saying, we want to lift the pyro Father, we want to ask your blessings over them, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you'd reveal Christ as the, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Father, that you would move by your Spirit mightily, raise up healthy Christians, healthy churches, and just a major move of God in that place. Let it be by your Spirit. Let it transform lives. And we just give you praise, Lord. We also lift up. Uh, Australia, we lift up Brisbane and Sydney right now. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for our brothers and sisters in Australia. We ask, Father God, that you would just overhaul, just do a complete uh, just home makeover on the church there, Lord, uh, so to speak. Just overhaul it, Lord, reface it. Uh, Just bring such a powerful move of worship, such a powerful move of prayer. And, Father, as your word is preached there, just let it be followed by signs, wonders, and miracles. We thank you, Father God, for your salvation going out. To those in Australia, Lord, we ought to lift up this pastor in Iran that uh, they want to hang for his faith. Uh, Father, we just pray in Jesus' name, Lord, uh, just like you sent an angel to get Paul and Silas out of the prisons, We pray, Father, your supernatural hand, Father, would just move in this situation. Father, that you'd be with his family right now and bring them peace. Father, that you would just speak to him, speak to his family, and lead them and guide them in the way that they should go. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your salvation that's going forth, Lord. We give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. Lord, we ask blessings over Sherry and Andrew tonight, Father, that you would just remove sickness from their midst. Father, we just declare, Lord, you eradicate sickness and disease. Your word is truth. Your word is healing. Your word is life and health to our bones, Lord, and I just speak health. The life over them right now in Jesus name Father we just give you praise We just give you glory Lord we pray for Mike in Switzerland In Jesus name We just ask Lord God that you would move in a mighty way Reveal yourself Reveal yourself Pour out your spirit over Switzerland Lord And touch them in a mighty way Lord we pray for Ophelia in Singapore Thank you that she dedicated And, and prayed to receive you into her heart the other night Father we just thank you Lord God what you're doing in Ophelia's life, Lord, what you're doing in Singapore, Lord, we just call forth your glory and your fire, revival fire that will bring salvation and transformation to Singapore, Lord. Father, for the Philippines, Lord, right now in Jesus' name, we ask, Lord God, that you would just bring a revival over all the areas of the Philippines, even those that have visited our website, Father. We pray, Father, touch every city, touch every town, touch every household, touch every business, Touch every person By the power of your Holy Spirit Let your word penetrate their hearts And reveal truth Bring them to your salvation Bring them to your healing Lord be their source And Father as always we pray for the peace of Jerusalem Like Psalm 122 tells us Lord we ask Father God That you would prosper Jerusalem Prosper Israel Bring peace and protection Over Israel Right now Father we just declare There's a blessing Over israel bless your people Reveal christ as the messiah to them And lord we say Curse those that curse israel father But turn their hearts so they don't have To be cursed turn their hearts So that they would learn to bless And not have to be cursed Father we thank you for all your blessings tonight Lord and as i join brother paul Lord we just lift up the nations tonight We speak to those nations to be open To the gospel of jesus christ We speak to those nations that their Walls would come down and that Able ministers would be able to go into those places, that their uh, walls would come down and, Lord, the church would arise. The church in those areas would arise with fire and glory, with truth and power. And, Father, bring a move of the Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, brother. Well, if you've got some other – whatever I miss, man – Take it home for a little <clears throat> bit, go for it, and uh, we'll just see where we we go after that. So. Okay. Well, Heavenly Father, we
4: first of all, we give you glory, Father.
3: Yes, Lord. We give you
4: all the glory. We give you all the honor, Heavenly Father, that you stir up our spirit internally. Lord God, to sow our time into this ministry. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you all the glory for this platform. for for those of you that do not know, Sean Holmberg has never built a platform, a website in his life. So for those of you that go to www.prayerinternational.org, all the wisdom that was provided and downloaded from the kingdom of heaven was provided from God to a young man just a graduate from Christ for the nations, who's raising five kids and an adopted kid out of uh, uh Egypt, I believe. But Lord, we thank you for shine, we thank you for the wisdom that you've downloaded to him, Heavenly Father. Lord God, as we minister our seed to you, our time, we thank yes, you, Lord. Heavenly Father, that you have poured out your spirit on us on this platform. We thank you, Lord God, that you have poured out your spirit on those who have called in. How they find us, Lord God, I have no idea. of Being a part of this operation, of this platform, Heavenly Father, it took me a while to even find it.
2: How <laughs> we do it,
4: Lord God, I don't know. But, Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are reaching the nations. Heavenly Father, I pray for British Lavia. British Slava, Slovakia, Heavenly Father. Lord, I pray, knowing that Jesus, the signs and wonders and miracles of Jesus, that they are hungry, Heavenly Father, and brought to Slava, Slovakia. Heavenly Father, we raise up Slovakia, Heavenly Father. We yes, pray, Heavenly Father, that thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth, yes, in the earth of Slovakia, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
1: Heavenly Amen. Father,
4: we we lift up Brisbane, Australia. We raise up the entire continent of Australia, Heavenly Father. Yes,
2: Lord. We
4: pray, Heavenly Father, that all throughout the dirt, the earth of Australia, the Brisbane, through Dry Creek, through Sydney, through Melbourne, Heavenly Father. through are all four time zones that you will raise yes, up Lord. a generation of prophets and priests that will sow their time into the kingdom soil of Australia and throughout the nations, throughout Samaria, Heavenly Father, yes, Lord. all the way to Jerusalem. Heavenly Father is your life, is lit up. In Bocalo, Philippines, all throughout the Philippine Islands, Heavenly Father, throughout Quezon City, throughout Manila, Heavenly Father, we we pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll raise up sons and daughters, elderly and young, that will dream and have visions, Heavenly Father, that will bear your cross, Heavenly Father, and sow into the kingdom soil. Heavenly Father, we pray that you will pour out your spirit on these islands, Heavenly Father, that you will raise up a generation of sons and daughters, Heavenly Father, that will lay hands on the sick, that everything they touch will prosper in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we raise up Singapore, a town of about four million people. Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor of all the work that you're doing in Kingdom, here's life in Ophelia, in the name of Jesus. (laughs) We lift up India, Heavenly Father. We pray that you will raise up sons and daughters, Heavenly Father. We pray, Heavenly Father, all throughout Ramahindri, Heavenly Father, Bangalore. We lift up Faisal in Bangalore, Heavenly Father, that you will bring financing, lending institutions to their door front. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we lift up Cairo, Egypt. As your word says, Heavenly Father, as we pray, that we will change the dimension in the spiritual realm. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we pray that you will use your kingdom people in Cairo, Egypt, that you will provide them the angels necessary to fight the battle in the name of Jesus. Just as you provided the one angel in First Kings chapter 19, Heavenly Father, that you'll raise up sons and daughters as you as you send out your angels forth in the midst of the war, Heavenly Father. As the one angel defeated in a battle, an army of 185,000. We pray, Heavenly Father, that your kingdom done, your kingdom come, it will be done in Cairo, Egypt, in the name of Jesus. As we pray for Milan, Italy, as we pray for Switzerland, as we pray for Krakow, United Kingdom, and Salisbury. Lord God, we pray that you will send forth your angels. We pray for all the missionaries, Heavenly Father, and all these countries that we've been mentioning, Heavenly Father. Just as Sayo, Brazil, and Caratuba, Brazil, Santiago, Chile, in Canada. Heavenly Father, we pray that you will lift up a prophetic generation of sons and daughters that will sow their time, that they will walk into the midst. Of the warfare, Heavenly Father And they will lay hands on the sick And they shall revive in the name of Jesus Heavenly Father We pray for those sneaking Bibles in Heavenly Father Because you, the Bible says that you even exalt Your word over yourself Heavenly Father In the name of Jesus Heavenly Father As we switch gears And we cross over into the worship An intercessor in the uh, Chat room Heavenly Father, I pray for Mike, He's opposing demons. Heavenly Father, we give Mike to you. We pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done in Mike's life. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you would surround him with your angels, that you would give him a hedge of protection as he bears the cross of Jesus. As Jesus told Peter, follow me. As he told Matthew, Follow me as they left everything behind, Heavenly Father. We pray that you will, in a prayer of expectation, that you will surround Mike, Heavenly Father, out of Sydney, Australia, with the presence of the Holy Spirit, and that you would be the lamp to his feet and the light to his world as he carries the cross for you, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we pray that you will pour out your spirit on guests, 14, 166, Heavenly Father, that you will be the lamp to his feet, to her feet, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Um, Almighty God, Mike, the man, and exposing demons mixed up, so Heavenly Father, we pray over Mike, the man, we pray over exposing demons as well, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you that Mike... uh, um Heavenly Father, we just pray, Heavenly Father, you know the needs before we even ask. Heavenly Father, we just put your word in action as we send forth the angels. Your Psalms ninety one had your protection over Mike the Man three three three. It says in Jeremiah thirty three three that you was looking for a man. Hallelujah. Then I I might be off. Um Let's go to Minister Grok. Minister Grok, Heavenly Heavenly Father, we pray for Minister Grok. As you give him the outer appearance, Heavenly Father, with his haircut, that that haircut, Heavenly Father, would allow him, Heavenly Father, to minister to the young, to minister to the youth, to minister to the mid-age people, Heavenly Father, that it will open up doors, and can no man answer in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we send forth your angels to Ohio over the region of Ohio. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says in John fourteen fourteen that anything we ask, it says I will do it. Father, in the name of Jesus, as Sherry lays her hand. Or even points it towards Andrew. I command in the name of Jesus that the angels go forth. That they surround Andrew, Heavenly Father. That they surround Sherry, Heavenly Father. Lord God, the word says that he that blesses me will be blessed. He that curses me will be cursed. Anyone that wants to curse your daughter, Israel, Sherry, Heavenly Father. May the angels bound them. Heavenly Father, we lift up the court hearing for disability SSI case on March the 8th on Thursday. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you will provide them divine protection and that you will rule in the courtroom in their name, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we lift up KC Cole in the name of Jesus. Um, All the knees, Father We pray that you will pour out your spirit Over Casey Cole That you will meet the point of his knees Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus The same with little one-ton For those of you who don't know Little one-ton He is a new creature And I can tell you right now that God has a lot plan for Ron Because Ron has for certain caught on to the seed time harvest principle and most importantly he's caught on the principle of seed as you minister to him heavenly father I pray that every seed that you give him heavenly father we speak verse Deuteronomy 111 that you will multiply him a thousand fold in the name of Jesus to you lord we lift up Sean and Rebecca and their family, Heavenly Father, and Rhubar, Heavenly Father, Rupan, We lift up Christopher and Tracy in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the words of wisdom, for all the prophetic words, whether they're impressions, Heavenly Father, whether they're just one word or part of the word, or your entire word, Heavenly Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for every word that you're Pouring out and downloading the Christopher and Tracy in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we pray and we thank you for Prayer International. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that though the laborers are few, we know the harvest is plentiful. We know that without faith it's impossible to please you, Heavenly Father. For your word says that he that comes to you must believe that you are what? That you are almighty. You are the deliverer, Heavenly Father. You are, else should die. Heavenly Father, Yahweh, you are the author and the finisher, in the name of yes, Jesus. Father. Amen.
1: Yes, Father. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, you know, God's good. Um, I don't know if you were listening to the broadcast before you were out in the chat room or not. But
0: um, I was just sharing a little
1: bit tonight. We had a uh, family reunion, kind of, Um we went over to our friends at the Cliffs house and had a prayer meeting tonight for about five hours. And, uh, had a handful of people there. Some I had, haven't seen in a long time. And it was just really, uh, just really a good time to get together and fellowship and pray. And, um, you know, it's awesome what we do on the radio. It's awesome what we do over the telephone and by Skype and some of that. But, you know, I'm going to encourage everybody. And I know people are in a different place and are thinking with this, but you know wherever you're at, there's a local group of believers somewhere. Now there may be a handful of them meeting in a the home, they may be meeting in a church somewhere, they may be meeting in a, a, a store front uh, building complex somewhere that they've renovated and, and call it a church. But regardless of you know where the believers are. Make it a, a point or, a I guess, uh, a priority in your life to find fellowship, local fellowship, people you can actually get your arms around, so to speak, that will pray with you. Now, if you don't have that, if you're in a remote area or you're somewhere where you just don't know any other Christians, obviously, what we're doing here will serve you well. You know, what we're doing here will be a blessing in the ministry to you, I pray. And, you know, if God is just as effective over the telephone as he is, you know, uh, in person uh, when you're praying for people. that is, But, there, you know, there's something about uh, just, just getting together with believers, you know, even in, in fellowship or whether it's deep prayer or whatever it is, worship. Um, and a lot of times the church structure doesn't allow uh, for a real move of the Spirit. You know, it may allow for a little Bible study. It may allow for a little exhortation or encouragement. But sometimes in our uh, formulated church services or our, you know, I guess if they're liturgical or whatever you want to call them, where they're, it's just kind of mapped out, scripted, and kind of set in its ways, a lot of times it gives no place for us to really have real genuine ministry, you know, one with another, where we can talk, fellowship, share our hearts. Now, I know the chat room does serve... In that respect in a lot of ways And so we Again we're not belittling Or downplaying what we're doing But we're just encouraging people too You know a lot of times people think uh, Just because they do this They don't need a a local body Or they don't need a local group of people To fellowship with Um, We don't teach that or believe that I know circumstantially Sometimes that's the case Um, And when it is the case You know like I said we'll We'll serve you well As well as we know how um, and, and being pleasing with the Lord and everything that we do But you know if you can Find a church That is preaching truth Find a church That is open to the moving And the giftings of the Holy Spirit You know Find a church first and foremost No matter what's going on there Make sure they preach Jesus Christ As the only way To get to heaven Make sure they preach Jesus Christ As the only true savior Because there's a lot of churches out there There's a lot of things There's a lot of people preaching a lot of different gospels Let me just say that And I do believe that God is a God of prosperity I do believe he is a God of more than enough He is the God of being the source of a job But I don't believe in a prosperity gospel I believe in the God of prosperity And I believe in what his word says about prosperity But I think our our center focus needs to be Jesus Now, I don't believe in a necessarily a uh, what do you call it? There's all kinds of gospels out there. You know, there's just all kinds of focuses out there. Um, Now, on the flip side, just because you're preaching Jesus, I don't think you need to live in poverty. You need to live in lack. You know, I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe it's humbling to have no money. Okay, no, it's not humbling. Um, it's uh what's the word, Paul? Frustrating. <laughs> okay. Um, again, we always look to God as our source and not finances. We always look to to God as our source and not doctors. But we don't throw finances out of the picture just because we've got God and we don't throw doctors out of the picture just because we have God. You know, God says a false scale and an unjust balance is an abomination to the Lord. What he means about that is this. Find the balance. Just find the balance. Be balanced in your thinking. You know, um doesn't mean don't walk by faith. It doesn't mean just, you know, always rationalize or, you know, uh, look at it analytically. No. I mean, we need to always consider the cost. We need to always consider what we're doing and what's before us. And take it to the Lord and ask for wisdom. But you know, um, sometimes we can over scrutinize things so so much that we actually start to like rewrite theology to accommodate a tragedy. A lot of people do that. They think just because they prayed two times and somebody didn't get healed, well, all of a sudden now God doesn't heal anymore. You know, but they they don't understand the the point of pressing in and standing on the word and standing in faith. And no matter what's going on and how much hell is breaking loose, you keep pushing, you keep praying, you keep pressing in until something happens. And so, you know, I just want to be real clear on things, too, because a lot of times people hear just bits and pieces of what we say is, and they take it and run with it. Oh, those guys are talking about finances. They must be some of those, you know, prosperity gospel people. No, we just hate poverty. And we understand a way to get blessed. Is through selling into the kingdom of God. And God has proven himself many times over through that principle. You know, we don't preach against doctors, okay, but we do believe God is a healer. And that before you go and, and ask the doctor everything, go to God first. Give God first shot at it, at least. Give God a chance to prove himself, in the very least. You always can go. You always have a doctor to go to. Okay, but your faith will make you whole. Your faith will make you whole. Jesus said it, and He's not a liar. So, you know, I just want to put some stuff out there for people too. You know, just so they understand that we try to be balanced and well-rounded. Uh, I'll tell you what, Paul, although he loves to talk about seed time and harvest, he's got some of the deepest revelations on healing. And some of the best results, okay, that I've ever seen a Christian get when it comes to praying for the healing. And I've been around this guy on and off for years, mainly the first two years, we were around each other quite a bit. Uh, the last two, it's mainly been phone, internet, and blog talk radio. Okay, but nevertheless, I understand that the God that's inside of Paul is the same God inside of me. But, you know, God has gifted him. He he caught on to something one day in the middle of a run-down apartment complex, uh, which we would normally refer to, I guess, in some sense as the ghetto. Okay, we were just out there in the middle of (laughs) all kinds of craziness. Back in the day, that would have been a cool hanging spot, you know, but no. Uh, The thing is, this is the deal. He caught on to something that day. He had a revelation of the healing power of the Lord, and he ran with it. And he asked God to develop it. He asked God to give him wisdom and insight and revelation. And the Lord led him to different people that had different truths and were getting uh, really good results, so to speak, in the area of healing. And so he caught right on. That was the thing he ran with. And God re- is rewarding him and has rewarded him. Uh, for being tenacious about it, to be faithful, consistent. And, you know, if I can use a term, he's kind of a bulldog about it. You know, he won't hesitate to get in your face and say, do you know Jesus? All right, well, you got cancer. Let's deal with that, whatever demon of infirmity, whatever it is, whether it's a sickness, a disease, a pain, you know. And some people just aren't that bold. Some people don't, you know, step out of the boat like that. I think many times we don't see results. Uh, and, again, we're not always about praying just to get results, although it does help your faith and it does boost your confidence and it does bring glory to God when you get results. Now, that's not our motive. Sometimes it may be, but our our overall motive should be to draw close to the Lord. But I just want to say that, you know, um, Realize that some of these brothers we bring on the platform, they're very balanced. Um, and even though they may just talk about healing or finances quite a bit, uh, there's a lot more depth in them. But what they're trying to do is truths that have been real to them, principles of the word that have actually worked in their lives, like Paul with with finances. You know, when he first started selling seed, he was throwing change in the bucket, Literally. I'm not kidding, and I'm saying this as a third-party outside party. And whether he said this on the show, I don't even know because I'm only on every other night of the week, so I don't know what all he said half the time. So you may have already heard this story. But back in the day, he used to throw change in the bucket. It wouldn't really matter if it was 33 cents. Okay, if he had it, if he did it, was time to, you know, honor God, he'd throw his 33 cents in. Okay, but, you know, there was a day, just in the matter of about a year, I'd say, maybe less, that God turned those 33-cent offerings, and he might get mad at me for saving it, but uh, I remember days where there was, you know, thousands of dollars going into the offering on a, on a weekly or monthly basis, okay, because that's what the Lord did for him. He literally got a hold of the revelation of Deuteronomy 111, which says, may the Lord God bless you and increase you a thousand times more than your worth." And that really happened for Brother Paul. I watched it with my own eyes. Okay? And he, he wasn't pastor in a church. He wasn't trying to build a ministry. He wasn't, none of that. He was just serving God from the goodness of his heart. And I watched God do amazing things. You're talking about a guy that, in one sense, Would run up to me every other day and say, "Hey, pray for this person. Pray for this person. Pray for this." And then one day, I get a call, man, you're not gonna believe what the Lord did. Next day, I get a call, man, you're not gonna believe what the Lord did. And it went from "Hey, pray for," to "Wow, look what the Lord has done." And all of a sudden, this guy started having more documented, verifiable healings, and people getting up, leaving hospitals that had kidney problems, and I I can't even tell you all the different stories, you know, people that were so blind, they couldn't read a shampoo bottle but the Lord healed their eyes. Okay? The stories just go on and on and on and on and on. Okay? And that's not to lift up Paul. Well, I'm not preaching the gospel of Paul or the gospel of Chris. I'm preaching the gospel of Jesus. And the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you if you're a believer. If you're a son or daughter of the Most High God, God's Spirit lives in you and those same giftings, those same abilities if you'll nurture them through the word and if you'll nurture them through right mentorship and and surrounding yourself with the right environment that will protect the anointing. You see you've got to realize the anointing and the glory of God, you know why prayers get answered here? And I'm just going to say this. One is because God is faithful first and foremost no matter what's going on in our lives God is faithful Okay? But we make a point to protect the anointing of God in our lives. We make a point to glorify God in in everything that's going on. We make a point to to let God come in and do what he wants to do. And that's why people get blessed here. It has nothing to do with us per se. But we understand the value of the anointing. We don't we don't bring a lot of garbage into our homes. Why? It will kill the anointing. We don't sit around and listen to a bunch of garbage music and this and that. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, Paul still likes his Almond Brothers and, you know, this and that every now and then. We all, you know, have certain things that we enjoy. Okay, but when it comes down to it, when when the, and if and when the Lord tells him no to something, he's going to be obedient because he understands the power of obedience. Even when the Lord tells me no about something, I'm going to do my best to be obedient. Because I understand the the cost And in your life If you want to see miracles happen If you want to see prosperity Come into your life You know the Bible says If you live righteous And you live in wisdom You keep his word Wealth and riches will be in your house Honor and life With long life he'll satisfy you There's all these different blessings That are tied to obedience Read Deuteronomy 28 Unfortunately, there's way more curses than there are blessings. Why? Because, you know, the road is narrow and few find it. That's the bottom line. The road's very narrow and few find it. Now, God wishes that all come to repentance and that none perish. And that's what His Word says. But the truth of it is, it's, it's, that's not how it is. Not everybody does repent, and not everybody does get to heaven. Not everybody does walk in prosperity. Not everybody does experience the healing power of God. Why? I think it's a difference in obedience and disobedience. So, anyways, I'm going to shut up for a minute turn it over to Brother Paul. But I don't know what your thought is on that, Paul. But I just had
3: to, sometimes i just going to be
1: like a dude, you know. But tell us, man, what, what do you think about that?
4: Well, what you're talking about is we went to, and Randy's citizen out of Birmingham, Alabama, was with us with Donita. And they called, you know, uh, asked the ushers to come forward. And um, all I had, I had a big old pocket full of change. And it's crazy, but where they took up the offering at the front, It was a brass bucket. And, you know, of all things, when you're going to put change, which is everything I had um, in the offering, they used a brass bucket. (laughs) It sounded like a concrete truck came into the sanctuary. (laughs) When I dumped that change in that bucket, and I turned around and everyone in that sanctuary was looking at me. It was at a storefront. And when I did it, I felt the glory of God come over me because everybody looked at me, but I didn't care because I knew the God that I served and I knew the money that we made in stock records. But because of drugs and alcohol and wild women and disobedience, you know, the devil stole everything I had. So he, I assure you, we started out at rock bottom. And uh, if you have ever gone out there and put in an offering in a brass bucket and it's change. You know, and everyone in the sanctuary looks at you. Hey, it's the worst feeling, but it's also, it's called sweet beer. It's also the best feeling because I know that God knew that it was my last night. And uh,
1: right. Amen. I can
4: tell you now that God has increased that seed phenomenally. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all we do. I, you know, we sow where we go. And um, um, there's a lot of areas that I'll fall short in my walk, Um, but the one place that we do not fall short is that praying with expectation for the harvest, Um, and there will be a day that the outpouring of God, he will open up a supernatural window over our wineskins, and he will renew them with the love of Jesus, with the love of prosperity, because he is El Shaddai. He is not El Chippo.
1: Amen?
3: Amen, brother.
1: Well, you got five minutes left. Well, take it, man. I'm giving well, it to you. I've, I've been going all night. You, you know, feel, feel led, whatever you feel like you need to do, do it. So, Well...
4: um. I want to wrap a prayer, wrap expectation around everybody. Yeah. I know right now, I don't watch the news. It's just one thing that the Lord has ministered to us to get away from. And, you
0: know, in our house, we just don't watch
4: the news. Um, You know, we, we truly try to watch as much TBN as possible. And, of course... You know, we, we watch our sports. We watch NASCAR today. Um, they got rained out. But um, I want to pray for my spiritual father, Ron, because I know that Ron, because of our faith, um, we have taught Ron how to minister to seed. And um, Ron who is a partner, a true partner of Prayer International. And, of course, he had to back off financially um, at the latter part of last year. But the first part of last year, Ron, sowing in our ministry and in in through us, double sowing his seed, um, he made it possible for Prayer International to pay for their blog talk radio the entire year last year, other than September, October, November, December. It might have just been October. Let's see. I can tell you about my wall here. Uh, He paid for every month last year except for September, October, November, December. And Ron's a truck driver um, because it would cost him so much money to change jobs. He stays where where he is. But Ron is going into retirement. As a march, and of course sowing seed in our ministry, my mine and my wives, as he calls it, because you know we minister to him, and um, so he sows in our life and has the bank cut checks, and then we take it and we sow it right in a prayer right international. I just want to wrap Ron in a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray that you continue your efforts, as it says. That you will finish the good work that you started in us, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we lift up Apostle Diane Nuts ministry, church in his glory. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that Ron, that you sow minister that you minister seed in Ron's life as he as he sows seed in the Apostle Diane Nutt's uh ministry in Rockwall, Texas, and church in his glory for our trailer park ministry. We thank you that he is now a seed sower in the K Love Radio and the Paul Olivia. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that he sows seed in the Prayer International and other ministries, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that he has taught revelation on sowing seed, because I promise you, Heavenly Father, though by sight he may not understand it, I know that by faith, Heavenly Father, that you stir up his spirit
2: and we pray, Heavenly
4: Father, that when Diane Nutt reaches Revelation and she gets, catches the seed that he has, that big cat in his truck that's full of $180 worth of change that he has picked up, bending over in parking lots all over the country as he drops off traders on his truck. Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor. And I pray, Heavenly Father, Deuteronomy 111 over his seed, so ministry in the name of Jesus. For those of you who listen to Prayer International, we thank you. You can go to www.prayerinternational.org. For those of you that want to be a prayer partner, amen. For those of you that want to be a seed-sowing partner, pay, pay a partner, amen. And for those of you that stand in the gap for all of us, we give you praise and honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, amen. exposing demons. Amen.
1: Yeah, that's brother down under actually he's he's going by exposing demons tonight, but that's our brother out in uh Australia. Amen. Uh, praise God. Hey,
4: uh, for some reason the uh Block Talk radio the Block Talk Radio profiles are not pulling up still.
1: They some people might have cut out if they're not. I don't know. It we just hit twelve o'clock, so well, listen, if you're still listening, this is Prayer International Radio. We just ask you guys have a blessed night, and we'll be back tomorrow night at the same time, same place. Uh, have a blessed night.